Welcome to the Just Music Podcast. I'm your host, Jalen. And I'm your other host, Marco. And this is going to be a very, very fun episode. Um, it's just Marco and I today. Um, just giving you a recap of our big event that was last week on Friday, July 28th. The No BS Just Music Boiler Room hosted by Bodega. Shout out to Bodega. Shout out to all the line of DJs that we had perform. Shout out to everybody who came out and supported us. Um, Marco, I mean, take it away, man. I mean, I know you you had a big hand in all of this coming together. So, Yeah, well, I couldn't have done it without you and uh, Murph from Bodega. And Jerry feels good. So, um, yeah, it was just a big thank you and shout out to everyone that was involved in making the night really successful and so much fun. So essentially we've been playing this event since what April, I think, right. It's been, has it been that long? Uh, shortly after the just music fest. Yeah. We started talking about it. Right. Right. Because, um, I've always wanted to do a boiler room show and I would go on YouTube and watch those sets and they just seemed like so much fun. And I've always wanted to host and do it. And I remember bringing that idea up to you a couple times, maybe mm-hmm. like at the end of last year. And then all of a sudden it was cool because trio started doing it, doing it in Charleston. And yeah. I went to some of those shows hosted by Shane Barrett, who's a great DJ in Charleston. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. And that kind of really accelerated my interest in doing a boiler room. So I figured, okay, well, where are we going to do it? And how would the logistics of that work? So I started reaching out to Jerry feels good. Shout out to Jerry feels good and strawberry squad. And it's because he's a Charleston celebrity. So everyone knows Jerry. So he's been DJing there for years in Charleston. So I figured he would know some places that would be somewhat interested or if, you know, any venues that he thought would be really cool for a boiler room. Right. And he listed off all these different venues. And then he mentioned Bodega. And I was thinking, Okay, Bodega. I mean, that could be kind of cool. I mean, I've gone to their restaurant, got their sandwiches. Their sandwiches are amazing. They're fire. <laughs> and then I thought about it some more, and the idea of having it there would be really cool because Bodega is not even that big of a venue. I mean, it's not a venue, it's a restaurant, but like even at yeah. night, it's not that big. And it's got a bar in the corner. And so it would be perfect. And so then I was like, all right, Jerry, so who do we reach out to? And then he said, all right, well, let me reach out to um, uh, Jack Murphy, also known as Murph from Bodega, and I'll connect you guys. So we uh, all got connected with each other, and then we all got together, and then we just kind of – I remember I, – I don't think you were there for the first being in person. I just had you on like – a. FaceTime or whatever, Jalen. Mm-hmm. And Jalen and I, we just kind of, that was when we were just telling him our ideas and what it is that we wanted to do and pretty much figured out 
how we were going to get from point A to point B with this event and with this show. So we pretty much were met a couple other times and I was kind of in charge of figuring out a lineup of DJs and then Jalen, you were more on like the behind the scenes, just logistical organizations and stuff like that. So we pretty much were able to get it all set and ready with the idea. And we were able to pick a date around that time after that first meeting. And then we just kind of kept following up in the weeks, just texting about what equipment we would want how we would have it set up and everything like that. Um, and it was really great because, uh, bodega came up with the flyer. They are the one that supplied the CDJs that we used. They had the, the space and the venue. Um, so it was nice not having to like bring a bunch of equipment, like for previous shows and events that we've done. So it was definitely nice. And also there was security there, so we didn't have to worry about any nonsense going on. So, yeah, but it was a great event. Um, I got there around 7.30, I think, because, one, I just wanted to see the setup because I saw the videos and it looked awesome. And two, I wanted to test out some songs just to make sure that everything sounded good. And then you came by around the same time, right, Jalen? Roughly? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I was like two minutes, two minutes behind you. Right, right. And um, I texted um, Isaiah from Apple Juice for Two, Isaiah Allen, and I told him, well, you're going to be learning how to play on CDJs, and uh, you're going to be playing on them tonight, so come by early so we can practice. So yeah, if you came to the event and saw Isaiah playing, that was his first time ever playing on CDJ. So shout out to him for, he did a really good job. Yeah. Hopping on and just playing like he knew, like he's been playing for on them for years. So that was good. And it was also a little stressful too, just because, um, Isaiah's USB um, was messed up. And for some reason, it wasn't loading all the songs in his set list. Only maybe half of them came on. <laughs> but luckily, Dougie, DJ Dougie was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was able to help out with that. So Shout out to Dougie Ellis. He also did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. All the DJs did a great job. But then 9 o'clock came around. And... We had Dougie play, and then Isaiah played, and then I, then Ed came on after Isaiah, then myself, and then Jerry and Tommy Dan Tangi. And it was another little stressful moment was getting a text from Dom and you saying that he wasn't going to make it, unfortunately, because he wasn't feeling good. So I was like, okay, no worries, um, yeah. <laughs> which is fine because um, Jerry was pretty much going to do from 12 until close anyways. So that was fine. And uh, overall, I was just really worried that people weren't going to show up. So in the beginning, around 9, 9.30, it was pretty empty. But it really didn't pick up until 
you'd say what, like 1030, right? That was when people really started to come in, right? Around that time? Um, more so around 11 o'clock uh, when your set was about to start. Um, more and more people started funneling in. And then between like, oh yeah, 1030. 1030 people started piling in. 11, it got pretty packed. Between like 11 and 12, 1230, it was a pretty good capacity. Right, right. Yeah, it it uh it really was a great event. Um oh yeah, and then I forgot to mention we also made t-shirts for that, so that was really cool to do. And we were selling them outside. And next time we figured we need to get more larges. <laughs> we yeah, had so many people that were like, Oh yeah, we love the shirts, we want to buy one. And they're like, Do you have any extra larges or whatever? And we're like, uh no, unfortunately not. But here's our web store. So that's going to be another learning thing. Yeah, ran out but, um, on the largest and extra large, but now we know for the next time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, but I really enjoyed it. It was so much fun, and um, my set. I mean, I, I I had a lot of fun doing that, yeah. and it was kind of weird just doing a boiler room. It was my first time ever doing it, obviously, and all, all of us doing it. But it's kind of funny because when you're DJing, you're kind of the center of attention. So everyone's just kind of circling you. So everyone's just looking at you. And it was just funny because the lights would be flashing based on the music. So I couldn't really see the crowd because the lights would just be on me. But um, I mean, from the videos that I saw, it looked like it was pretty successful. And it was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> and uh, I love that we were going to get some really good footage from Orlando, our photographer and videographer for the event. Yeah. He had his GoPro set up right on the table to kind of look upward and catch a wide angle shot of the DJs. And then he also had his camera that was on the table for like a side angle too. So we're going to get a lot of good video content that will promote and everything like that. But uh, I have to say, near the end of the night, though, it kind of like not really cleared out because by midnight, it kind of like wasn't as busy. But then around 1230, people started piling in again, low key. Like it was just people were coming in and it was cool seeing Jerry and Tommy Tangi performing together because Tommy was playing on a trumpet and he was doing that live with Jerry. So that was really cool. So it was just basically Jerry playing Afro beats and some Latin house. And Tom Mm. was just playing the trumpet along with it. And it was probably one of the coolest live musical, um, shows I've seen ever. It was just really unique. And I thought that was really cool Mm -hmm. seeing live music with a DJ. Um, so that was really awesome to see. And uh, then we wrapped it up around two and pretty much the bartenders and uh, some of the other bodega staff members were saying that they had so much fun, that it was a great event. They were like, we need to do this again. And um, (laughs) 
some of the staff members mentioned, yeah, you guys should do this like every Friday. And I was like, whoa, I don't know about every Friday because that was a lot (laughs) of planning for the first one. But ideally, uh, we want to do this. Hopefully, I'm thinking the last Friday of every month. So that way it gives something people to look forward to. And we'll always be bringing in a new different lineup of DJs. And we'll always just keep continually improving and just providing the best experience for uh, our listeners and our fans. And uh, yeah, so overall, really successful event. Thank you guys for coming out. If you were able to stop by, we really appreciate the support and we definitely will be doing this again. So make sure to come out next time as well and bring your friends. Um, Cause we want to really build a nice cult following with this. And I think we definitely can. Yeah, man. Um, very successful event. I'm glad that we pulled it off. Um, shout out to all the DJs. Y'all were awesome. Y'all gave us some really great performances, great music. Shout out to Bodega, uh, especially Murph and, and everybody at Bodega and, and Sharehouse too, helping us put this together. Um, and big shout out to everybody who came out and supported, uh, whether you bought merch and also just came to the event. Thank you so much. Like Marco said, we're definitely going to look to do this again in the future. We'll let y'all know when. Um, but until then, just stay tuned. Continue checking out the podcast, listening to the podcast. We always appreciate y'all's support for that. Follow us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Just Music Podcast. That's J-U-S Music Podcast. We release episodes every Wednesday. Um, and yeah, stay tuned for the next Boiler Room. And also stay tuned uh, in September for another event that we're going uh, to, it won't be a Boiler Room, but we'll let y'all know what that is. Uh, so we're going to be looking to do a lot more things, a lot more events um, with you all in the Charleston area very, very soon. So continue to be on the lookout for that. Continue to listen to episodes, follow us on social media and yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. But before we, before we end, I'm just kind of curious, Jillian, what your favorite moment of the uh, night was. My favorite, anything moment, stand out. My favorite moment of the boiler room. Um, does it have to be like music related or just anything? Just anything. Anything. <laughs> um, this this wasn't necessarily my favorite. I, I, well, I guess it kind of was. It was my favorite before a, before a reason that it, it just didn't really make. It was just weird. Like we were. Um, it was during your set, actually. I don't know what song we were playing, but um, this random girl came up to me. She was drunk. Uh, she gave her friend that she was with her phone and um we took a picture and i was like cool i'll take a picture i don't know you but yeah we'll take a picture i could tell that she was drunk i was like it's all it's good vibes anyway you know i'll take a picture and um so we took the picture and then the girl kissed me on my cheek and she got her phone back and then she walked away and i was like um well can i wait what i did not hear about this yeah yeah i thought i told you (laughs) 
No. Yeah, no. I told Nick and I told Nick and Bryce this story, but I guess I didn't tell you. Um, and shout out to Nick and Bryce for coming out too. But yeah, she she like took a random picture with me, kissed me on the cheek, then walked away. And I was like, what just happened? And I was like, can I have that picture? Because you know, like that would have been good content for us. And also that's just cool to have. Like somebody just wanted to take a picture with me. And she was like, don't worry about it. And I was like, okay, never mind. Um, enjoy the rest of the event. Enjoy your night. So that was probably one of my favorite moments because <laughs> it was just so random. It was just so random. And then um, yeah. the other one was um, sure. when uh, during, during your set, um, I got a video of the entire like room and just seeing like everybody in that space dancing, having a good time, uh, dancing into the music that you were playing. Um, it was just a really good feeling uh, to see, you know, the event that we put together really pay off and people received it well. And like, you were pretty happy too. Um, I don't know if you saw, but like you even started jumping around and I was like, yeah, yeah, this is a great event. And um, so that, that was probably the, the, the fa- my favorite, all-time favorite moment from this past weekend, just really seeing uh, the people come out and support and receive the event really, really well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but that's so funny. I did not know that that happened to you. Yeah, bro. All I, during my so set. Like, I was like standing right beside you too when it happened. But of course, you wouldn't notice because you were, you were focused on DJing. But right. yeah, that was, uh, that was very, very random, very funny. Yeah. <laughs> wow that's pretty funny yeah i would never <laughs> forget that that was out of the ordinary for sure yeah man absolutely absolutely i mean i mean this is gonna sound like pretty obvious but my favorite moment of the night was when i got to dj and actually do the boiler room because it's one thing to watch boiler room sets and just see them on YouTube, but actually doing it was just something else because mm-hmm. most of the time when you DJ, you're kind of up in a, in a booth and a pedestal and you don't really get to interact with the crowd that much as well. So being the actual center of attention and people just circling you and you're playing music, yeah. it was just really, really unique, really special. And I really enjoyed it, quite frankly. So that was awesome. And shout out to Isaiah for blasting the bubbles during my set. That was really funny. (laughs) He brought his bubble gun and that just helped tie the event up more and uh, everything like that. So um, that was my event. For the lights. Um, They had the lights uh, in our colors, our podcast colors, which was red. Uh, It just added more like spice and flavor to the event, uh, which was really, really cool. Yeah, it was a great event, and uh, we definitely need to do this again. So we'll let y'all know. But um, yeah, like Marco said, we'll let y'all know. Y'all enjoy the rest of your week, and stay tuned. Later.